What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm into his A. And I'm really excited to let everyone know that after about 280 episodes, 200, yeah, this will be episode 280, we have finally learned how to use our microphones. <laughs> it, it's been a long journey, but I think we got it dialed in. It's funny, you know, we realized we were doing some weird things. Like we had one backwards. We weren't like talking like you hear so often in podcasting, you have to like kiss the microphone. It's just an abnormal thing to have this huge microphone in front of your face. Um, but we're really trying to make sure every aspect of this podcast is the absolute best. You know, that the audio is the best. Editing is the best. All these great things. while keeping that raw fun and honest feel to it. Um, but if there's any ever ideas or ways to improve you think you could have for us, we're always happy to hear. And we thank everyone for taking the time to listen. You know, especially if you came listening to the earlier episodes, you probably love the audio now. It's just really cool to see how far we've come. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened through, especially the people that have listened to every episode. Y'all are the real MVP. That's crazy. I love to hear that. Yeah. Like one thing Josh and myself are huge fans of, even the way I live my life is like, if I don't think that I would like enjoy a certain thing in life, for example, like if I listen to a podcast, even Josh, we're like, honestly, like I can't keep listening. Like this is brutal. Like the microphone suck. There's like constant noise in the background. I'm like, nobody else is going to listen to it. Like we try to live, like do everything up to like our standards, which are pretty high. Um, even the last week we were filming, it was a couple minutes in and Josh was like, dude, like something's wrong with your microphone. It's not perfect. I'm like, Oh, you know, we we're getting the flow for it. Everything was good. And we're like, okay, let's start over. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to listen to it. So we don't expect you to like, you hear sometimes people have like kids in the back and, you know, just everything going on. It's like, we do our best to keep the quality up and same with everything, even our coaching standards, everything in life, right? That's the way to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's just a great way to live. Like, you know, to have that attitude, I guess we're getting thoughts a little early, that <laughs> attitude that you want to do your best, that you want to strive for perfection, but not to expect it, right? Like, even if you listen to earlier episodes, we would literally sit in the hot summer days in Kyle's uh, Dodge Challenger, which is not a huge car. Um, you know, we'd throw a microphone or a video camera with a boom mic. And we just talk and film it. And people would look at us like we we're crazy. The audio was decent. It wasn't the greatest, but we got it done, you know, but that didn't stop us from saying, hey, we can do better. And even now, you know, it's all about finding little ways to just improve. And but most importantly, similar to fitness, being consistent is just going to pay off. So, you know, just a fun little thing we wanted to throw in there because it's kind of a fun little behind the scenes fact. But as always, welcome to another episode of Motivation Monday, where we, you know, we spit some motivation, we go over our favorite quotes, we showcase a client shout out, and we answer your questions that have been asked to us on our Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S. U-S-F-I-T. I realize uh, we misspelt it in our bio notes that we created here, so we fixed it. Um, but once again, you can get all these links in the show notes down below, which is awesome. And we're going to jump right into quotes today. And I'm going to start with mine because my quote is none is from the beast himself, Mike Tyson, you know, someone who's been through it all, you know, highs and lows. He's got a really, you know, tough and harsh, you know, history to him. But it's cool to see how, you know, he's continued to to stay relevant, to stay um, you know, adaptable and to overcome some of his challenges in life, you know, that he had to go through. So I love this quote. And um, once again, it is discipline is doing what you hate to do, but nonetheless, doing it like you love it. And that's by Mike Tyson. And, you know, I just thought that was incredible. I was watching um, this random video on YouTube about running. And the guy was saying how running, 
sorry, running sucks and he hates running, but he does it four times a week for the last 10 years, you know, cause he knows it's good for him. And it's kind of funny because I thought this quote was awesome. You know, discipline is doing what you hate to do, but nonetheless doing it like you love it. And like, I love working out. Don't get me wrong. I'll say that a million times, but there I'm human like everyone else. You know, there's some, even today I'm going to have to do it after these podcasts, but Oh, Oh, I'd, I'd much rather not do it, you know, but I do it like I love it because I know it's good for me. If I just continue to show up and get it done, you're going to be consistent and you're going to see results. And, you know, it's similar to anything else. Like a lot of these concepts in life that are, you know, very like um, polarizing, like for instance, work. Oh, I have to work. You see work as a negative, right? And everyone in a way is like, oh, I wish I didn't have to work so much. But just the same, there's a lot of people who love work and you can love components of it and you learn to love it more. Similar to your studies, all these amazing things. So. <clears throat> I'll let you take over. Yeah, no problem. And I absolutely love that quote. And I, you know, there's so many things like my, it's funny because people like always get like tied in with like quotes such as, you know, do what you're passionate about, like do what you love. And it's like, there's a lot of things I do that I love, but at the end of the day, like there are things that I just absolutely despise, like running. I hate but I love it at the same time because it's like, it gives me that challenge. It makes me feel like I'm on top of the world. And like, it's exactly what you said. Like, I love that quote, even Mike Tyson to get to where he's at. Like you gotta, you gotta go through those times. Like it's, it, it's, it's a way of life. And it's like, yeah, I just thought that was really awesome. Um, the other day I was listening to an interview with Ed Milet and Jesse Itzler um, to me, both the best speakers of all time in terms of motivation and not just motivation, but just like overall growth, like just the stuff they say. And um, one of the quotes that Jesse had said in the interview was time is the most precious resource there is. You have to protect it. And I thought that was like so awesome. Like I love listening to Jesse once again. And I just think it's like a reminder that so many of us, like for me personally, like time is the most precious asset. Like you will never, like this podcast that you're listening to, you will never get that time back. Um, you know, I'm sure some of you may be multitasking. You might be, you know, on a walk, you might be on a, a drive at the gym, whatever it is, but like start valuing your time more. Like I just find so many people who just allow everyone to like take over. And that's the one thing, like if someone knows me, if you know, Josh, it's like, you know, early is on time, on time is late, late is unacceptable. And it's just, it's the way that we live our lives, you know, not to like, be that person who's just like always like reaming someone for it but it's like hey listen like actually value it like are you gonna sit on social media for like hours and hours a day and just like you know then you say you don't have time to work out and stuff and it's like do you really value your time it's just something to think about like and and i call i, I like calling people out like my clients i like calling out my listeners like do you value it are you acting like you value it and what steps can you take to actually truly show that you do value it and this is something I have to call myself out on pretty often because I'll allow things to take over. And then I'm like, okay, no time. I'll never get back. You only have, how many Sundays do you have left in, in your world? How many summers do you have? Like, you know, value time. Cause that's the one thing we can't get back. Yeah. You nailed it there. And sorry for the little bit of coughing. It's funny. I'm talking all this talk about podcast quality and here I go. I had some uh, peri peri sauce on my, <laughs> my chicken and rice for lunch. Oh, I don't know if you've ever had peri peri, but Nando's is the bomb, you know, fun story. Me and Kyle were in the Nando's and we're filming and I tried it. I'm like, ah, it's okay. You know, I don't remember why that day I just wasn't that hungry. I wasn't like that hungry for food. And I tried it. And I'm like, you know, like we have another place, Swiss LA. And I'm like, honestly, I think it's no better than Swiss LA. Right. And you know, the owner saw the video and he's like, guys, like, come on now, C come on in again, come in for a free meal. Let me know what you think. And, you know, we came in and ever since like that place was just the best, you know, they ended up sponsoring us to a, like a little challenge, see how fit we could say while eating Nando's every single day for a whole month. And like, 
it was just an awesome location. So shout out to Nando's Bay Street, Toronto. You know, they were amazing. They hooked it up. We had great memories. We've done challenges there. It was really, really cool. But that sauce is pretty hot. I'm feeling it in my voice. I've also been losing my voice the last few days. I don't know why. So bear with me, but I, I still think it'll be an incredible episode. And Kyle absolutely nailed that quote as well. Those were two really, really fun quotes. Let's jump right into the client shout out. Uh, free food is the best food of all, by the way. That's uh, that's one thing yeah, we we noticed from being YouTubers. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> way better. We got it like every day for literally over like two months. It was amazing. When we shared that on Instagram, people were like so jealous every day, like seeing we were at, we were eating Nando's every I'm day. I'm jealous of myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking back. I'm like, oh, I wish. Um, so my client shout out is uh, Corwin. So we had shared the transformation. I believe it was you know, a couple, a couple days ago, maybe about a week ago since, uh, from, from you guys listening to this right now. And it's incredible. Long story short, um, court, you know, the, crazy, the amount of support we, we shared this in the coaching group, our, um, our inner circle. So it's a free group. You guys can click the second link in the description. If you want to join that there's consistent posts in there, group calls, everything like that. Um, as well as Instagram and people seem to love it. So Corwin started at 310 pounds. We started working together when he was about 280. So the first 30 ish pounds he did by himself. And now he's down to 195 pounds. So, you know, he's got abs, like it's just incredible. Like everyone was saying like how happy he looks in the transformation. This is one of my proudest ones. Like I'm, I'm happy with every single person I've helped, but like this one, especially just seeing him go from like, once again, it's not just about the physical attributes. It's also the mental. I'd say like, he's literally the health, one of the healthiest persons I know, people I know now. And it's just incredible. Like you can go to the post. He said like, you know, consistency's huge. I remember he he beat you in a challenge. Yeah, we, we, we used to do weekly challenges. He beat me in and um, it was like, a, I think it was a step count. Like the guy does like, he sent me a message the other day of 35,000 steps in one day. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not even challenging you. Like, I don't care. You, you win this one. Um, so we do weekly challenges. That was pretty fun. Like, that's a cool thing about coaching is like, we'll set weekly goals. Like there's like accountability there. Like there's just so much great stuff. And like, I love every single client, you know, if you're listening to this, but you know, he said having a support network has been huge. Um, his partner, uh, uh, his, his girlfriend, Kayla has been super supportive. I've talked to her a few times and she's just been awesome throughout this, his friends, his family, his coach, you know, he said, don't panic, you know, realize that everyone has off days. He said, ask questions, like just go to the post. You'll see all those tips incredible transformation. Um, he's literally eating more than he was when he started. He started 24 to 2,700 calories. Now I have him up to 2,800 and he's still losing weight. We're going to do a reverse diet soon, put on muscle. Absolutely incredible. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. Shout out to Corwin. Absolutely crushing it, dominating the scene. It's great to see someone come right through that. And you know, if you look at his before and after, I think that really shows. So I definitely recommend taking some time to check that one out. So we're going to jump right into the mailbag. So once again, if you have any questions, fitness, any fun questions, any silly questions, whatever it may be, you know, hit us up in the DMs at Colossus Fit. Me and Kyle are in there very often. C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T or it's linked uh, in the show notes of this episode. Ask away, ask your questions. We love to answer them. Uh, you know, all types and sorts, you know, and there's no such thing as a dumb question. So feel free to blast that out. I'm going to go ahead and stir my hand around here in the invisible bag and pull up the first question, which is how to stay motivated while having to modify workouts with an ongoing injury. And I love this question. So I'll go ahead and answer it because right now, even with myself, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I pulled my groin just a little bit and it really, really killed. It was driving me nuts. 
Um, and groin pulls are really aggravating because you can easily, they're really annoying because you can re-aggravate them. Uh, and once again, it's a little tender right now. It's not to the point where it's inhibiting you from doing anything. Um, but I find there's different stubble, uh, different stages of injuries. You know, the first being you're like, Ooh, what the heck was that? Like a little warning sign, you know, be a little bit more careful, you know, sometimes, right. You pick something up with a week back or something like that. And then there's, you know, when you can definitely feel something, it's not extreme pain, but it's saying, Hey, push me anymore. And you know, I'm gonna lose it. It's going to get real bad. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. And, you know, once again, where people go wrong, we've talked about this in previous episodes is people don't listen to their body. You know, your body is trying to warn you about, you know, what can aggravate it. Um, and what's funny too, is I want to talk about, there's two sides of this because it's kind of interesting. Um, so very often, like if you have a pain, um, you know, a significant pain or something that's notable, for instance, my groin, I'm going to really limit the tension I'm doing. So I'm going to limit the extension, going to limit things like squats, all these different things, anything that's really going to put significant stressor on it. Same with my abs, you know, I'm really going to limit like lower leg raises and such um, to try and let it heal up, you know, and very often the first thing I'll do when I do feel, you know, a strain or a slight pull or something like that is I'll ice it up, you know, and it's, I used to be the type of person to say, hey, push through it, you know, let's get it, woman up, man up, whatever you want it to be. Um, But I've learned more and more that what I would do is I'd end up making it worse and then I'd have to sit out for even longer. So it's either like take a couple days to let something heal or keep pushing through, make it worse and have to take two weeks. So I'm all about doing it for the long haul, you know, and doing it intentionally and really asking yourself, like, is this necessary? You know, like, I, I think that's a pretty good point and something to consider, like, if you want to get super strong, like I could get so many different examples and, you know, you walk in and your back's super tender and doesn't feel the greatest. Should you pull 500 that day? Like, no, like it's not necessary. Like do you have a meet coming up. No, nothing like that, you know, and it's just something to consider. Even like in that video I was watching today, he was talking about how he did a marathon once in his life and he regretted it because for two years he had ongoing injuries and he couldn't run at all. And like he pushed himself past that point. It's not to say these things are bad. Like I'm constantly lifting really, really heavy Kyle's running really far, but you got to listen to what's achievable for your body. Some of us break easier. Even today I set up a client and he said, fun fact, like all my, he had a whole list of injuries and he said, all my injuries are from me being reckless. And I'm like, it's funny because I've done some crazy things and I've been really lucky. Like I broke my arm once, but otherwise I pretty much haven't had any significant injuries. So I've been super, super lucky, but you know, Hey, we all have to roll with the cards we're dealt. But the best thing you can do is just be honest with yourself. And because of me, obviously, you know, without taking any longer here, um, it's my groin that's hurting. I'm just going to really limit lower body movements. You know, I got a good excuse to skip leg days or minimize it. So, you know, I'm just going to blast out my arms, do a lot of, uh, you know, strong chest work. And I'm also being aware of limiting some back work because a twisting motion can put some strain on that groin there as well from like single arm rows and different things like that. So you got to learn to work around it. You got to learn how everything works or else you can end up making things worse, especially if you don't understand how everything works. Um, because once again, you can think you're doing something that wouldn't hurt it like a single arm row and I could be causing more strain and making the injury last longer. So, um, that's where having a coach is really beneficial. People send something to me. I can help them out right away. You know, very often too, if you have a tight back, there's a lot you can do to kind of tease that out. You can do cat cows. You can warm up with more activational movements like dead bugs, um, you know, different bird dogs, different things like that, just to kind of get the spine going. And, you know, there's a lot of great considerations to have. And the last thing I want to add with this question, because I thought it was pretty fun and it clearly got me talkative, is sometimes you need to learn to not listen to your body. So this is where things get funky. 
So I had this weird knee injury, whatever it may be from. I originally thought it's because I swung. I think it is because I swung across the squat rack. I was all happy and I hit something and it caused me so much pain squatting. I couldn't sit and like cars certain ways like it would burn. It's gone progressively better, which I'm happy about. But because of that, when I squat, I want to lean into my right knee more. So I want to not like, you know, put tension on that left knee because my body was hurt for so long. It's like, don't do it. Don't do it. So I need to actively say no, like shut up to my mind. And I need to really learn to squat evenly because where people go wrong, even my friend, he's a perfect example. Jeremy, I was squatting with him and his hips were shifting like crazy during the squat. And the reason for that is he had an ankle injury, a very severe one. So his body's defaulting to try and take the load off of that. But by him twisting, he's going to put a ton of strain into his right hip flexor. He's going to put a lot of strain on his lower back on the right side, and he's going to heave more with his lower back. So it's one of those things where you think you're trying to do the right thing, but that's not what you want to be doing. And that's where physios are great often is they'll make you push through that pain. They'll put you in these compromising positions and teach you how to get, you know, strong in a balanced way. Once again, you know, very similarly, like when I stand up, I notice I want to stand up on that right knee and really put all the pressure there, but I'm trying to force myself to actively ignore that and engage both knees. So huge tangent, bunch of fun facts, but definitely thought it was a great question. Yeah, well said. I just had two things I wanted to add on top of all that great information. Um, I was just going to say, like, the first thing I do is, like, realize that one day it will get better. If you if you do what you need to do, whether it's listen to the physio, whether it's listen to your coach, the doctor, you know, whether it's a bit of shoulder pain, back pain, like, just know that it's not the end of the world and that, like, if you stay the course without, like, being stubborn, which you know, we all can be, and I've been very stubborn in the past and learned the hard way is it will get better. Like having that at the back of your head and knowing, okay, in a couple of weeks, I keep doing my movements. I keep doing my physio. I keep doing my stretching. I take a break from this. There is an end in sight. That's super, super motivating. Um, even a lot of people just need reassurance. Like we have coaching clients, like, you know, things happen, right. And they're like, Hey, listen, you know, I need, I just need like, what, what, what would you do in this situation? Even I had this one client uh, recently who asked me about that, you know, with a bit of a tight back, I'm like, honestly, I used to push through and I just learned the hard way like just don't do it just take a bit of a break it's not gonna ruin your progress it's not gonna ruin your gains you know stretch it out a bit go for an active rest day you know and then come back strong Monday and like you just sometimes need that reassurance and then number two is I always realize there's always something we can do for Josh's issue his groin okay cool there's upper body stuff he can still nail in his nutrition he can still focus on recovery his uh his stress management like there's always something I think the only time I've ever felt like really really hurt and demotivated was when I fell off my motorcycle and I not only had shoulder um uh a um, dislocated shoulder, but then my knee was messed up. So I, I literally couldn't do anything. I sat in my garage, like really upset for a couple of days. I'll never forget just like those, those couple of days until it took me to snap out of reality and be like, okay, what am I doing to myself? Like, you know, eating like pints of ice cream and stuff. Um, but still going back to that, we can always focus on nutrition. We can always stay positive. Um, and there's always something we can do. Like, you know, if my upper body's a bit injured, I'll focus more on lower body. I'll dial it down. Um, when I, first hurt my shoulder. I did literally three to four leg days uh, within a couple weeks span um, every single week, by the way. And once again, there's always something we just got to stay positive and stay the course and know it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And we've said it a hundred times before. I'll say it again. Don't be so absolute and all or nothing about things. You get injured. One thing I like to tell everyone, because some people, you know, the second they get thrown off for a week, a day, 
it's like the world's ending. You know, like Kyle said, they just want to eat all the food. They never want to work out again. You know, it's a cycle of misery, but that's not the case at all. Like we're humans, we get hurt, we heal. You know, it's how it works. It's totally fine. It's totally normal. You know, you can aim to really avoid injuries and you can minimize them, but things happen. I knew a guy in high school, um, one of my gym teachers, strong dude. He was freaking huge. You know, he's benching three plates, like big guy, right? Like really strong, really lean. Um, he went and he picked up a five pound dumbbell with a curved back and he, um, slipped a disc, which is a very, very significant injury. And like ever since that, I've never lifted anything with a weak back ever. Cause it just shows you how important it is. Like you think you can be the strongest, biggest person, but sometimes putting your body in a position where it shouldn't be, is not going to help. And you know, the best way you can avoid it is by improving mobility, by improving strength, by improving, you know, tendons, all these different things and really maximizing everything you can. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's what you can do. But yeah, I know it's not as easy to be motivated to do things at a lower percentage or whatever it is. But I once again, just wanted to repeat Kyle's tip of it will get better, you will come through it. You know, with my surgery is really weird, not lifting for like, three or four weeks. Um, but I, I just had a really positive outlook and I'm like, Hey, I can't do that. I'll walk. I'll do better with nutrition. Then I came out of it. I got stronger. Boom. I'm back to where I was not a big deal. Like it's one of our biggest YouTube, not one of our biggest YouTube videos, but it's up there. Um, you know, like talking about my hernia surgery and stuff. And I saw these comments no matter where I was and they're all scared and they just had their surgery and they feel weak and they feel like one, 100th of their normal ability. And it's really demotivating, but you know, you'll get through it as long as you stay to your grind, you stay consistent and you focus on what you can. So that was a really, really great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, whoever did, I think we should start putting a name. Yeah, I think it was actually Emily O'Shea. Uh, one of the, uh, you went to high school with her. Oh, really? That's yeah. jokes. Yeah. She I was my prom Emily date. <laughs> there you go. Jeez, shout out right there. Yeah. She'll um, be listed. All right. So, so yeah. Another great in. question. Yeah. Another great question. Um, I believe this was actually from Sabina, which is one of my current clients. Um, she's going to be continuing for another three months, which is awesome. She's already lost up to 15 pounds on the first um, 90 day phase, which is great. She started running. She's doing some incredible things. Uh, she asked this question. She asked a ton, like literally like seven when I posted it a couple of weeks ago. So she had said, what's the best workout split for fat loss and or muscle gain? And I wanted to start off by saying it's the one that you're going to do, the one that you're going to stick to, the one you're going to stay consistent with, that's the best workout routine for fat loss and or muscle gain. Now, of course, I'm going to jump into the, you know, logistics of this and like kind of obviously give you more details and more tips, but like so, so often like, Hey, what's the best diet? Okay. The one that you're going to be able to stick to and do what's the best form of cardio. The one you're going to be able to stick to and do workout routine, just everything like stretching routine, mobility, like there's some mobility routines that are awesome, but they take you an hour. I'm never going to stick to that. It's not the best one for me. The 15 minute one though is the best one for me. So I get a little bit aggravated here. I get a little bit fired up, um, but it's all in love and care for every single one of you. Now, when it comes down to it, a, a couple things I always like looking at is like, yeah, once again, what is your schedule? Like I personally love some sort of like push pull legs routine. I've found that to be super, super beneficial. Um, a, a lot of people love doing like single body part splits and I'm not the biggest fan of that. I just found that at a certain point, you know, when I first started this for like bodybuilding sake, like it's, it's definitely good, but for the average person just looking to get stronger and lose fat and just be more consistent and everything, I wouldn't say it's as ideal. Like, you know, at a certain point doing eight chest exercises back to back, I find just very inefficient. So I I'll give you a couple of my favorites, push pull legs, um, upper, lower, upper, lower, or full body, full body, full body, 
and then maybe an extra full body. And I think the biggest thing you need to take into consideration is how many days am I going to work out for me now that right now I'm only doing three full strength training workouts. I'm actually doing full bodies and I've really enjoyed doing that at home, you know, full body Monday, full body Wednesday, full body Friday, and then running on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So that's what's been working for me. Whereas uh, when I'm going to the gym four times per week, usually I will do upper, lower, upper, lower, and that's super awesome. And then if I'm doing five times, I'll do something like push, pull, legs, push, pull. Like there's no right way to do it. It's just a matter of like getting enough frequency in. And I do find that on average, you should be getting two to three times per muscle group, right? So if you look at the legs, okay, how can I get legs at least two, at least two times within the week? Okay, back. How can I get it at least two times per week? Chest two times per week and kind of going from there. So there's no right answer for this, but I will say it's a matter of staying consistent with it. It's a matter of getting enough volume. It's a matter of doing the right exercises. Um, back should be trained a little bit more than chest. I'd say most people do chest like three times. Um, whereas I think back should be done a little bit more. Legs are very underrated. Women crush the legs. Um, I could go off for days on this, but those are kind of like my biggest tips when it comes to like workout splits and everything like that. Yeah, I got nothing too much to add there. Uh, you know, I, I find so many people get so stuck up too on splits on like it needs to be push pull legs. It needs to be this, that or the other like and you know, the other thing is the best split is really the best split for you. So, you know, to give you some insight into how we program like to take this a level deeper, um, you know, looking like I'll get photos very often of women, right? Like, you know, one woman will have, you know, should be very lean, very dainty, uh, you know, but she'll have like this, this or the other and say, like, ooh, you know, we got to really focus on building up your arms, you know, your legs need a lot. And then you get some people that come in are a lot stronger. And there's just one or two areas that need a lot of attention, or some people are so quad dominant or so ham dominant. And like, you know, you don't want to really, you want to have your strengths there, but you want to focus on your weaknesses. And you also want to continue that and you want to work to balance and you've taken goals and like, so many things need to truly be taken into account. And that's why like custom programming is so beneficial is because we don't only give you what you want, we give you what you need and what's going to produce the best results for you. Yeah, super well said. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, I just think that's a lot of times like people just search on Google for the best routine and it's like, there's so many out there, but it's like when it's specific to you and it's like, you know, we realize like when you send a photo, you know, that we need to, uh, you know, target a specific area a little bit more, like it becomes way, way more efficient and, uh, and, that, and just way uh, better. I think you have something a little special to tell them, don't you? Yeah. I mean, Hey, uh, so why not? I may as well, right? Case study. Yes. Sir. So honestly, last week was amazing. We did a post, uh, about a case study and, just starting this week off, we want like our mission this year, truthfully, when it comes down to it is to help 500 people at least on their fitness journeys, like through one-on-one, -on -one. like from having you come into our coaching program, from having you just run through this entire process, at least do a 90 day phase with us. Like we have a mission to help as many people um, directly, obviously indirectly through the podcast, we're going to be helping thousands, if not millions, but directly, we want to help as many people as possible. When we did this case study, when we posted it last week, so many people inquired and we want to give you this opportunity again. I realized we didn't talk about it on the podcast right now. We are looking and yes, it is paid before anyone here asks for a case study for anyone who is looking to lose fat, you know, 
15 to 20 ish pounds over the next 90 day time frame and build muscle up to about five pounds of muscle within the next day next 90 day time frame this will be discounted we just basically want to show everybody that it is possible to achieve this um, to focus on doing a body recomposition and so what you're going to do is just send us a message on instagram um, saying may case study those are going to be the three words may case study it's the start of may summer's coming up we want to help you and if you just want to learn more about a program, kind of see if you're the right fit. We'll ask you a couple qualifying questions. Like, what are your goals? Like, what do you struggle with? Stuff like that. We'll have a conversation, go from there. And uh, we just, once again, want to help every single person listening to this podcast achieve their goals in 2021. And we'll see if you're the right fit for our case study. Absolutely. Uh, so once again, definitely take advantage of that because this is your time to get that custom routine custom nutrition, that accountability and guidance to guarantee and streamline your success. So next up, you know, we got another routine based question is what is the best post workout routine? So it's a very like good question. I think a lot of times people get a little bit too overwhelmed, like, and I'll, I'll kind of bust a couple of myths here as well. Like two myths that are on the top of my head that some people may be thinking right now, there is no anabolic window. You do not need to get protein. Like I just, I always see people with like a protein shaker and literally while they're in the change room preparing it. So that way they can get enough protein to the muscles after the workout. There's definitely a myth, but it has been proven like to give you a little bit of a, you know, background that it is beneficial within a two hour time frame after your workout to get some sort of protein, carbs, and healthy fats within a meal. That's been proven over and over again. So, you know, that's one of the biggest things is like, okay, that's one thing you can do after the workout. Um, another thing that I find a lot of people stress and like what they have an issue with is like, they think that they can only stretch after the workout. And if they don't stretch, then the rest of their day shot, nothing's going to go well, their body's going to break down. I personally don't stretch after my workout. Um, I do believe there is, you know, a, a great benefit to doing maybe a bit of a cool down, maybe walking back and forth on the turf with your hands up, you know, just doing whatever you need to do to kind of allow your body to just chill out a bit. A lot of people like walking on the treadmill for a couple minutes before they leave, but you definitely don't have to just do direct stretching. I personally would rather do it later on in the day. If I'm going to the gym, I'm going to make the most of the gym. I'm going to crush the weights and then I'm going to get out of there. And then I'll do my mobility a little bit later on in the day when I kind of focus on my breathing um, and all that good stuff. So once again, a good solid meal afterwards is beneficial, um, as well as like a little bit of a cool down type thing. Um, but stretching, if you do have time is great. I know a lot of people want to get out of the gym. And then last thing I'll add is um, a little bit of cardio as well. While you're there, you may as well get it in. If you did want to do some hit, there's so many benefits to it. Even if it's just five minutes, um, that could be another post-workout uh, ritual that you can add in. Awesome. Yeah. I think Kyle crushed that one there. So lots of fun stuff about the gym. You know, we really like to balance the gym, the motivation, accountability, all these things, and really bring them together uh, full circle to definitely make sure that, you know, you are learning a lot from this podcast, that it's fun, you know, and that it's going to help you improve your results. So hopefully everyone really enjoyed this podcast. You know, if you did definitely take some time, share it to your story, tell a friend about it. It's been awesome to see the podcast growing. Um, our schedule is every Monday, we do motivation Monday, every other Wednesday, we have a guest on Then every Thursday, we cover a topic, do a deep dive, get into it and really help you advance with your results. So thank you everyone once again for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.